Time for Radio Salon. Let me introduce our regular panelists. Uh, first, our independent legal researcher from Laquant LLC, Professor Chung Huang. Good morning to you, sir. Morning, Henry. Also joining us from Yonsei University Institute for North Korean Studies, Dr. Pong Young-sik. Dr. Pong, good morning to you. Good morning. We're going to talk about a fun topic. It's seemingly the topic that uh, most people have been uh, focusing on for quite a while now, and it's now reaching sort of a climactic conclusion, and that is the upcoming by-elections scheduled in April for both the Busan and Seoul mayoral races. It's interesting because the narratives have certainly shifted dramatically in favor of the opposition, which it does look like both of our panelists are in agreement uh, is the the current situation right now. But we're just going to talk about some of the the twists and turns that have occurred largely on the opposition side. Uh, Professor Huang, first to you, the um, consolidation process, there was this consensus that a three-ray race is uh, definitively advantageous for the ruling party candidate. And uh, right now it is now officially Park Young-sun who has completed her consolidation process uh, on the uh, ruling party side with mu- not as much drama as the opposition side. So the idea is that if it's a three-ray race, uh, Park Young-sun would have the advantage. But if it's a two-ray race, it's a lot closer or maybe right now uh, if with recent polls, m- uh, much more favorable for the opposition. So it seemed incumbent that they come up with a unified candidacy on the right. Uh, for a while, it didn't look like that was going to happen. And uh, through whatever um, various machinations that have occurred, they are moving towards an agreement now that they will have a unified candidacy. Your overall overview of what's happened so far? Well, I mean, you know, uh, many people have pointed out that, you know, this got pretty dangerous, uh, and uh, that at least from the, uh, the PPP side, and because how it was pretty messy, and they were also blame uh, Antre Su and Oseon were blaming each other, and then they tried to be the big man at the same time. So things got really complicated. But overall, I think, you know, the drama generated some interest, and at the same time, the unified candidate will be a kind of a big favorite uh, over Park Young-sun. So I, it looks like, you know, we'll have a result on Wednesday, and, you know, the Antre Su and Oseon actually look pretty uh, next and neck in the process that decided on, on to consolidate and you know the winner will will be a, a huge favorite it's interesting because my theory is that the reason one of the reasons why this got so messy and complicated was this rising uh, momentum towards Osehun kind of gave a little bit of hesitancy and i think also there was this idea that both An and Osehun but more Osehun there was this, I think, sense that even if it's a three-way race, even if we don't consolidate, I've got a pretty good ch- chance to win this election because the polls kind of shifted uh, more favorably. I know that you say it's a risky strategy, but I think that game of chicken that occurred with Kim Jong-in and uh, and Chol-su, you know, that war of wards was basically Kim Jong-in's stance. You know what? We don't have to consolidate if we don't have to. And it does look like one side had to blink first. And it felt like Antosu blinked in that final moment. Uh, overall, thoughts. do you agree generally with what Professor Huang said? Uh, yes, but the, it was, a, uh, as a result, a very effective strategy to grab the public attention to the election, at least the mayoral election in Seoul, uh, from the ruling party. Because um, what kind of drama, Henry, would you like to see? Something controversial, ugly, right? Complex. No, no I like peace and love oh, come on, and give me happiness. A break. The drama makes me sad and oh, sad. Right. Yes. At least you want to get something out of your time watching drama, something controversial. You can't believe that that drama is only PG. It should be at least PG-13 or R, right? 
Well, well I, I don't know what movies you're your watching. In the but... house. <laughs> so controversial drama, uncertain drama, grab the attention from the viewers and people. And in, in that regard, I don't know whether it's a intentional outcome by Kim Jong-un and the core members ah, of the... You think there's a pure Machiavellian, like, very, conspiracy, very... Conspiracy. Conspiracy theory, right. Yeah. So Kim Jong-un emphasized that we don't even need the consolidation of the candidate. We don't need An Chul-soo. An Chul-soo is not a, you know, suitable candidate. That really heightened the attention. Oh, my God. I mean, we are going to just hand over the election to uh, the ruling party candidate, Park Yong-sun, because mm-hmm. of our split. Something very similar to the 1987 presidential election. Right? Mm-hmm. So that really increased the attention and sympathy among the public for the opposition yeah. party candidates. For that theory, if to, the cons- conspiracy theory is valid, yeah, and for that conspiracy theory to be valid, that would imply that Kim Jong Un and An Chul Soo don't really have this who hatred of the, against each other. Who killed the woman? Who is the real yeah, killer but, in the pen? But somehow right? they are kind of colluding together to create this kind of drama for the betterment of the overall opposition. It does feel like the the tension, the the dislike between those two is very personal and and real though, unless they're really good actors, right? In terms of pretending to not like each other, with the comments about. But Sang you cannot rule out like... anything from politicians. Okay, okay. Well, that, that's that's brilliant by Kim Jong Un, who's considered to be a very experienced and crafty politician. I'd like but... to just add that this is only a conspiracy theory. Right. I, I don't have any evidence. Dr. Pong is, is, is a very measured and sober person, and he's just tossing this out there, but he's not necessarily uh, giving his full endorsement to that theory. Uh, speaking of Kim Jong-in, then, um, Professor Huang, uh, there has been some criticism levied against him, and I think this is just general building resentment against Kim Jong-in because he's moving the party in a direction that I think a lot of the old guard heavyweights do not like, right? Moving away from this paradigm of kind of uh, we can say konde or like this very old-fashioned way of conservative politics, and he wants to appeal more to the centrist, moderate crowd uh, and bring in even policies that might be considered to be a little bit more progressive. He's kind of running in the same lane as what An Chosu typically tries to fashion himself as, but you're seeing that inherent tension, and then you're seeing these heavyweights like uh, Kim Moon-sung and uh, Kim Moon-soo, uh, Lee Jae-oh, all saying, this is all your fault, Kim Jong-un, for, the, for all the mess that we've been in, and we need to get you some... It, this is an existential sort of event for Kim Jong-un, depending on the results of not just the by-election mayoral results, but also maybe even this so-called consolidation process. Right. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't think he can be all that thrilled about An Chul-soo winning out. I mean, after all, An Chul-soo is not a PPP candidate. Right. So you can sort of see why he might not be thrilled with, you know, uh, you know the An Chul-soo being kind of you know, the, the uh, kind of the flag bearer when, you know, he doesn't even want to join the party. At the same time, you know, I, you know, I think conspiracy theories are good, but oftentimes, you know, politicians make mistakes, and sometimes they're, you know, very tunnel visioned, and you know, probably this is part of that messy process. Okay, uh, we get, we can talk and about Doctor Bong is raising his hand. Oh well. yes, uh, uh, listening to Professor Huang's analysis, I, I came up with another conspiracy theory. Then, even from the uh, pub, pub perspective of the ruling, uh, I'm sorry, opposition party PPP, and the personal interest of the Kim Jong Un. Waiting for the presidential election a year later, then, I mean, the party and uh, Mr. Kim Jong-un might be better off by locking Mr. An Chul-soo as a next mayor of Seoul. So Why? that An Chul-soo will not be able to run for presidency, right? Yeah. It's a good trade. Is it? Right? 
you give Dr. Andrews a small thing and aim at bigger price. Yeah, but there is also the competing theory that Anchesu and Yoon Seok-yeol are forming a partnership for this so-called Jae-30, right? The third zone right. politics. And the idea would be Anchesu successfully winning the Somero race and then them two both crafting this sort of Uh, kind of revolution to take over this main opposition party, usurp it, and then have Yoon Seok-yeol be the figurehead in charge to run for the presidency, which would not really kind of leave Kim Jong-in any room to be in the picture for wielding his own authority for his own favorite candidate for president. Right. It's a very risky uh, strategy, I admit that. But at the same time, if An Jae-su will have become a very powerful political leader, then he may not be... He'll be tempted not to keep the promise, whatever it, uh, he might have made with Yoon Seok-yeol in terms of supporting Mr. Yoon. Oh, are you right? saying that An Jae-su is capable of going back on his word and not keeping his deal? You never know in politics. So that, that gives uh, our listeners more reasons to tune in uh-huh. on this program, uh, which is, uh, what is it? 101.3 EFM. A30. Thank you very much right. for the endorsement, uh, Dr. Bong. Uh, all of your fans uh, listening, uh, we certainly appreciate You have appreciate to listen to the, this program diligently until yeah. we have presidential election outcomes come out. Yeah. I mean, if uh, Kim Jong-un is the political kingmaker, Dr. Bong is the media kingmaker uh, with uh, his popularity. And if he endorses the show, well, I appreciate it. Maybe Thank I'm wrong. Much. I mean, maybe I'm just making this uh, empty conspiracy theory, but you never know when it comes to politics. Well, c- well conspiracy theories aside, uh, with the current races as it stands right now, Uh, The muslinging or maybe people say negative campaigning or other people say just kumjung or vetting, just, just, you know, just uh, above board kind of look into people's backgrounds. A lot of focus on real estate, holdings, particularly. Now, all the major candidates, Oh Se-hoon, the controversy of how he purchased this uh, exemption of a plot of land in Negokdong away from the Greenbelt regulations saw his uh, value skyrocket uh, in uh, Busan. The uh, mayoral candidate Park Hyung-jun of the opposition, a lot of questions raised over his purchase of an, a luxury unit in LCT, this uh, condominium complex that is uh, rife with a lot of political uh, or corruption allegations, how he got that. And then um, with Park Hyung-sun and how her husband uh, bought an apartment in Japan. So all of this is negative to you or is it um, part of the vetting process? Well, it's probably both. I mean, you want to vet, uh, vet the candidates, but at the same time, with the uh, kind of the lead widening between, you know, the opposition party leaders, uh, uh, the candidates versus the ruling party candidates, I think, you know, the ruling party candidates are getting probably a little desperate in the sense that, you know, we only have about two weeks left to campaign. I mean, you sort of want to, you know, uh, uh, kind of change the, the, the narrative somehow. So I think we can expect to see the, these negative things, at least coming out of the ruling party, kind of get harsher and louder as uh, as we approach the election. But at this time, you know, kind of is the macro anti-Moon administration sentiment that is sort of driving the polls. So unless, you know, they, they come up with something about the other, other candidates getting Getting caught with something really big, red-handed. I mean, I don't really see this being you know, a real big, big game changer. You agree, I think, from the notes. In, in agreement to, uh, with uh, Professor Huang's uh, remark, but I would uh, go even a step further that this is very counterproductive. The vetting campaign by the uh, Park Yang-sun and uh, uh, the candidate for the ruling party in Busan only hurt themselves because um, they are uh, putting themselves in the framework that favor the opposition side, right? I'm focusing on criticizing the, uh, um, you know, 
uh, scandals uh, related to real estate, personal real estate, would only remind the voters of LH scandal. So while you're talking about the scandals with the terms like LCT or t o g o k but the, that only reminds the voters of words like LH, mm. building in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So you're not really criticizing uh, the, your opponents. You are not really undercutting the credibility of your opponent. You only remind the voters where, what your Achilles heel is. You do not want to remind the voters that uh, they are really frustrated and angered by the LH scandal or other failed policy of this uh, government to tackle the real estate problems. Mm-hmm. Or you do not want to mention you know, um, the uh, law, law and order and uh, justice, like mm-hmm. the Twitter by uh, uh, former Minister of uh, Justice, c h o g u There's a saying in the uh, political campaign that do not think of an elephant. then you just continue to think of elephant. The more you try not to think of elephant, the more you cannot resist. That you, you, you only think of the elephant. Mm-hmm. So vetting your opponents about these issues will only highlight your weaknesses. I think this is a sign of desperation on the side mm. of ruling party candidates. I think that is why um, you are not the uh, ruling party uh, consultant for election campaigning because in terms of... Uh, no, the no, s- I would have given this piece of advice in advance, like two months ago, right, had but, they invited me. I, I believe what the ruling party strategy right now is, you mentioned about the Achilles heel and the LH scandal. There is no escaping that scandal right now because the way the... Inv- uh, you don't want to no, amplify you that. You, you don't need to amplify that. Why do you want to make things easier for your opponent? Because you can't ignore away the scandal. The way the media... Uh, narrative has gone so negatively with the ruling party that their choice is, they have no other choice but to go negative against their opponent. No, no, there was a choice. There was a choice. The choice was that ask the prosecutor's office to choice the investigation. And the investigation... The reason uh, why... Let me me finish. (laughs) If the investigation was really full and wide by the uh, scalpel of the prosecutor's office, then there might be... There probably would have been some, um, you know, accused for the violation of the uh, law from the Park Geun-hye government. But the reason why there is this constant call by the conservatives to bring the prosecution back, the regulations have already changed. There's a reason why the police are looking into this case. It's because the investigative rights powers has already been uh, legislated into law. And so to kind of reverse, and I, I think what the conservatives are calling for is to revert that position and go back on the uh, fundamental premise of being... I watched the movie uh, Million Dollar Baby and the Clinton Eastwood, as a trainer of the boxer, said that boxing is full of contradictions. Okay. Um, you do not o- try to avoid the pain. You have to right. go through, go to the pain if you want yeah. to avoid the pain. We don't like, you, you mentioned about how, you, uh, you know, I don't like drama and uh, negativity and all that. And that's true. But the problem here is the reason why you go these routes is, quite frankly and bluntly and unfortunately, negative campaigning works. Negative campaigning is how a lot of people, how a lot of these uh, p- politicians have won their races because of negative campaigning. Look at what happened with Lee Hye Chang, for example, with the, the Sun Military Service way back in the day. Remember that last bit of allegations there? Really, a lot of people... attribute him to losing those percentage points that uh, allowed Kim Dae-jung to to win that uh, fateful presidential race. Your thoughts, agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, you know, know, relatively close elections is the negative, you know, kind of 
the negative uh, attacks that stick they tend, uh, tend to win out. But currently, the environment is a little different. I mean, the macro-wise, you know, thanks to the LH scandal, there's a big anti-moon administration sentiment. So any candidates that are kind of tied to that, uh, uh, that you know, that whole administration's uh, uh, the mishandling of the process is going to be in a big, uh, really behind. And it looks like, you know, negative, negative campaigning might, you know, they, they're thinking that it's the only way to kind of, kind of make right. a last minute, you know, kind of comeback. I and mean, it's kind of, a, you know, Hail Mary, Mary throw, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, we're not in a classroom, but, but Dr. Bong keeps raising his hand <laughs> to get a, a speech uh, in. Please, the floor is yours. Negative campaign only work when the strategy strategies are good strategies. Right? Mm-hmm. Not all negative strategy campaigns would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to engage in negative campaigns that will highlight, disclose your negative elements. Right. Negative campaigns must be designed to highlight the negative elements in your opponents. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the reason why I think what you point out is very accurate to kind of talk about the flaws of negative campaigning, but it goes the other way as well. Because if the opposition keeps on bringing up LH as this government corruption scheme, if you think about real estate speculation and uh, which parties generally deem to be more aligned or um, potential to have real estate speculation problems, rightly or wrongly, the perception still is it's going to be the conservative party, whether we're talking about Pak Kum, we're talking about all these um, uh, you know, assets owned by the National Assembly members on the opposition side versus the ruling party side, far bigger on the opposition side. And that is why it also boomerangs back is if you guys keep talking about real estate, we have to also look at your own real estate. And so it's a double edged So I think the ruling party members underestimate the volatility and explosiveness of the LHS scandal. You know, while I'm preparing for these two key elections in Seoul and Busan, I would have doubled down. I would have appointed somebody very close to either Mr. Dr. Anchorso or uh, PPP uh, members as a new minister of, you know, Mm. transportation and land so that you just uh, squash the noise. And you ask the, the prosecutor's office to take charge. Right. You double down. You the double prosecutor's down. You do not, office you do not avo- issue is you a non-starter, avo- though, for most avoiding, of the Trying party. to avoid the pain will not cure the pain. You have to go after it. Well, campaign tactics aside, uh, Professor Huang, what, what is your outlook going into this then? Um, obviously, I think you would like to have COVID-19 and, and <laughs> the recovery efforts and that be sort of the, the main focus and talk about policy. And we're all, you know, kumbaya, and we would love this all to be about policy issues and which candidate has the best policies. Obviously, this is not going to be that kind of a race. I think we, we can all agree. Uh, what, what is your outlook? First of all, uh, w- w- prognosticate. What, what do you think is going to happen with the consolidation, Oseon versus Ancher Su? And then second of all, uh, you seem to be on the side that this is basically the opposition's race to lose. Yeah, uh, I mean, in, in terms of consolidation, I, I can't really tell whether Oseun is ahead or Anshu is ahead. But regardless, you know, whoever comes on top, I think will be in a very favorable uh, position. And overall, I think this is going to be a kind of a macro election in the sense that you know both how the administration has been handling the LH scandal as well as COVID nineteen too. Mm. I think that that's actually going to drive the process. I mean, the administration doesn't really have much to show for in terms of COVID nineteen because you know we, we things are 
aren't getting worse, but things aren't getting much better. If you just look at the number of you know people who are infected, it's been kind of stable, you know, around four yeah. hundreds for past few weeks. So you know, administration can't say yay, k you know, k quarantine, but that's really not going to work. In terms of LH, it's not like they had a major reform proposal saying saying to the people that yes, we we screwed up, but we can really fix this. But that image has really been hasn't been presented. So it's not like you know they kind of gotten over the scandal. So you know. For both those macro reasons, I think it's really going to be hard, hard to overcome those disadvantages on purely uh, campaign tactics. Yeah. Whether it's a 17-point race, as certain polls suggest, uh, seems a little unlikely in, in this sole you know, situation, just the demographic makers of the voting public. But uh, would you agree or disagree? Uh, about one. What uh, Professor Huang oh, yes, prognosticated. Uh, but, uh, I think um, um, Professor Huang uh, highlighted the, uh, the importance of uh, uh, focusing your political energy and resources on macro elements in current domestic policy. I agree with that because mere elections are prelude uh, to the upcoming presidential election. Presidential election is a far bigger fish to fry. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm telling this to the supporters for the ruling party then. Regardless of the results of the mayoral election in Seoul and Busan, you have to keep your eyes focused on the bigger prize, which is presidential election. So as Professor Huang uh, highlighted, that you have to focus on how to overcome the reverberation of the LH scandal and how are you going to make uh, your candidate in the presidential election competitive, regardless well, of the election uh, result of the If the ruling party would like a campaign consultant, um, if you contact our program, we will try to get you in touch with Dr. Bong. It's a 101.3 EFM, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. Thank you very much for the endorsement once again, Dr. Bong. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Professor Wang as well. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Thank our listeners for joining us as well. Coming up next, Live Abroad, hosted by Nasingyan. Stay tuned for that. We will be back 7 a.m. tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. Enjoy the rest of your day. My name is Henry Shin. Goodbye.